0: You remember hearing the Buddha tell you to focus gently within, and you also remember Jesus telling you to focus outward in the service of the world. This is part three of the three-part series on living unconditional well-being, where we've been discussing the power of finding your flow and inspiration regardless of any conditions you may be experiencing. In our final part today, we'll dive into those special moments where focusing on certain kinds of external conditions can be a powerful manifesting catalyst that rapidly draws to you all the success you want in your business and in your life. Let's do this. You're listening to The Universe Has Your Business. It's the podcast for rising entrepreneurs, coaches, and changemakers who are here to achieve more while letting the universe do the heavy lifting. I'm your host, Andrew Donovan. I have been really looking forward to this final installment in our little series here. To be honest, i didn 't intend to do three parts, but I did the first the first episode on choosing unconditional well being and after we hit the end the hit, end of the recording, I realized there was so much more to talk about so just in case you missed the first two episodes let 's do a quick recap in episode one on On choosing unconditional well being, we talked about what conditional living is, which really just means that you have developed the habit, as basically all humans have, of observing conditions around you, conditions that are outside of the core of who you are. So, anything your physical body, the environment you live in, social conditions, political conditions, relationships, the number in your bank account, how your business is doing, metrics you can observe. Okay, conditional living is observing outside conditions, having a knee-jerk reaction to what you're observing, and then wanting to do something to fix it, okay? Or or just complaining and blaming the conditions for how you feel. That's conditional living. That's what we really dived into in part one, okay? And and I told you a little teaser about how to live unconditionally, which is really to first be aware of when you are living conditionally you're living according to the conditions you're observing and then once you're aware of that i mean that's like 90% of the battle but but then to learn how to redirect your focus to the internal state that you want to live in okay and and that's really what un, and, and then you discover that you can live unconditionally because you are living beyond conditions you don't require external conditions to be a certain way in order for you to feel the way you want to feel. Does that make sense? Okay, so then in part 2, we talked about what if what if your conditions are real? <laughs> so what if what if you really do have some kind of just wretched health condition that is consuming you because you're in pain or, or your doctor's constantly talking, talking to you about all the things you have to change about your lifestyle. You're, you've got people that are pestering you because of conditions. What if you've got a condition that is legit? I mean, you open up your bank account and there's not enough money there. And you think, I'm not making this up. What do I do then? And so in part two, we talked about how giving your focus to conditions, even if they're real, The conditions that if you're giving your focus to a condition and it doesn't feel good to observe that condition, you're not helping anybody. You're not helping the condition to change. You are losing your ability to draw to you inspired thought, inspired action, inspired ideas, and your ability to be in inspired action. Because if you're out of alignment, you're out of inspiration, well, now any action that you take to change an outside condition is really going about it the hard way. That's what we talked about in episode two, okay? So now, let's talk about episode three's content, which is right here, right now. And the reason why I've really been looking forward to this episode is because, well, there are no instances in your life, really, outside of meditation when you're not going to be observing conditions. I mean, you're a physical human being. You've got physical eyes, you've got physical senses, you hear, smell, taste, touch stuff all day every day that you're awake and you live in conditions because this is a physical plane that we live on. So it's, it's actually not really practical to say don't look at conditions, okay? Because you're going to be looking at conditions. So... If you're always going to be aware of conditions any moment that you're awake, you know, not sleeping or not meditating, well, then how do you really master this concept of unconditional living? It's not like you're supposed to walk around your physical reality with a blindfold on, you know, fumbling through thinking, okay, don't look at anything, don't look at anything, just focus on my inner state. So the reality is that you're going to be observing conditions all your life And there are totally conditions that are worth your focus. So the rule that I want you to understand here in this episode is that any condition that feels good in the observing of it is worth your attention. And this might sound almost like a double standard because I've been telling you for two episodes, two past episodes now, that you shouldn't focus on outside conditions if it, if it throws you off or if the condition is something you want to change. And so that really makes it sound like don't focus on conditions. But you can't not focus on conditions as long as your eyes are open. So focus on conditions that feel good to focus on. Does that make sense? And this is where this is where a lot of coaches try to talk about like gratitude journaling, being in gratitude, but the conversation typically misses a core component. And that core component is how you feel. So I've, I remember many moments early on in my entrepreneurial life where I would look at the conditions of my business and I would see how we weren't making the money that I wanted to make or we weren't recruiting the amount of people or signing up the number of customers that I wanted to see coming into my business. And so I would sit down and I would do what all the gurus had told me to do. I'd whip out my trusty gratitude journal. Have you done this? And in a feeling of lack and sometimes of despair, I would sit there and I would write things that I was grateful for. And by the time I was done writing these things down, I still felt lack. I still felt that deficit. And and I, I was confused because I would do the exercise And I would do it repeatedly, morning after morning for months on end, and then my business still wouldn't change. And so on the surface, the guru who, you know, talks about gratitude journaling might look at me and say, well, Andrew, you're doing all the right stuff, so the change is going to come. But it's not the action that counts, it's how you feel it's what you are being it's the energy that you're being right that's what that's what manifests it's the energy that you're being that manifests not the action you take and so that's why um that's why the the action is is so much less important than you'd ever un, that you'd ever anticipate and so let's let's come back to what we're talking about here focusing on conditions that feel good now if you can gratitude journal and you can really tune into you can really focus you can really turn your attention your awareness your tuner to a condition that feels good to focus on and you can gratitude journal about that now you've now now you're now you're great you're golden because you're calibrating to a different energy you're shifting your vibrational set point and from that new set point you're going to start resonating with better conditions with better thoughts better physical things, better relationships, you're going to rendezvous with better outside physical things because you're first changing your inner focus. The, the area where I fell short, felt short, fell short (laughs) as I did this exercise for so many years is I would do the action that all the gurus said to do, but my inner state was I was really focusing, kind of, it's it's like this little moving the needle back and forth. I, I'm writing something I'm grateful for, but I'm thinking at the same time, okay, well, I'm grateful for this, and I'm going to write about what I'm grateful for because I hate this outside condition that I want to change. Therefore, I'm going to gratitude journal and do the thing that the gurus say will change my life and help me manifest new, better shit because I hate this lack of the better shit. I want the better shit, and I don't have it, so I'm going to gratitude journal. And do you see what I'm doing? I'm not actually focused on a condition that feels good. I'm just turning my focus back and forth repeatedly and kind of keeping myself in the same, in a holding pattern. And that, my friend, is what so many of us do. And this is really what most of our conditional living looks like in reality. You call up your mentor. And your mentor says, oh, how's it going? What are you excited for this coming week? And you say, you know, I really want to hit this next level of success. But I think that it's going to be hard because this is in my way. You're talking about the, the conditions that don't serve you. But I really want this thing that I want because of all these benefits it's going to bring me. But I don't think that it's going to come to me very easily because it hasn't in the past. But I really want this thing that I want because all the other people are succeeding in getting that thing that, that same thing that they want. But here's what I think is in my way. And here's my childhood trauma that I think is overcoming me. And here's the bad habits that I've developed. And But I want this thing that I want, but here's why I can't have it. But I want this thing that I want, but here's why I don't think I'm going to get it right now. That's What most of us do most of our lives. I mean, think about the last time someone walked up to you and said, Hey, how's it going? What's new? Did you tell them all about where your focus is in eager anticipation of all the good things coming to you? Why you're excited about it? Why it matters to you? Why you care? Why you want it? Why you can taste it? Why you can sense that it's on its way? Or did you do what most humans do and did you tell them the back and forth story? well, things are going okay, we made some progress with this, but this is difficult too, but I'm kind of looking forward to this, but this is also not going so great. I mean, that's what—that's the torture chamber that most of us put ourselves in when we're talking to other human beings. We talk about our conditional living, and then we seek social validation about our conditions and then we call up our therapist and talk about our conditions. And then we go to YouTube and, and search for how to overcome these conditions that I don't want to see anymore. So, th- let's talk about how to tie all of this in together. Are you, is this valuable? Are you seeing yourself in the story that I'm painting here? Because, boy, do I see myself in this story in a lot of moments. So, you're a physical being. You're going to be observing conditions all of your life, right? Because you live in this physical plane that's made up of lots and lots of conditions. So if you're aware intensely in a certain moment about a condition that's not working for you, like let's say that that you open up your Facebook ads and the metrics just are not looking great, okay? You're spending more than you're making in. It's not converting high enough at this section of your sales funnel, whatever, okay? If you sit there and... And, and harp on the condition of those metrics or whatever thing isn't looking the way that you want it to think, you are in vibrational resonance with the problem you are observing. Does that make sense? Which is not wrong. In fact, that's incredibly valuable because simultaneously you're launching all kinds of desires for improvement. But the longer you muddle in that vibrational resonance with the problem, with the condition you don't like, the longer you're going to experience more of the same because you are being in vibrational resonance with that thing you don't like. So at what point does stuff start to improve? At what point do the conditions of your business, of your relationship, of your money, of your life start to shift? The moment you get out of the condition... That's when it starts to improve. Here's here's what's happening, friend. You observe a condition. You live a condition. You're in a condition. And it's never perfect, right? The experience itself launches new desires, launches new vibrational summons for improvement. The universe is always answering. The universe says, yes, your wish is my command because you are the universe. Just by wanting an improvement, the counterpart of that want comes into existence simultaneously. You observe not enough money, enough money is now available to you energetically. You observe enough, a shitty relationship, a wondrous relationship is now accessible to you energetically, okay? And you're asking, at what point does my physical condition change? Because I don't just want to know that that God says, ask and it is given. I don't just want to know that the universe answers energetically and it does every time okay you want the physical pleasure of being in bed with the new lover being at the bank and the banker saying oh here's your balance and you say oh wow there is plenty of money in there you want the physical pleasure of being able to be in the conditions that you want correct so at what point do you start meeting those physical conditions it's when you start getting out of the way, basically, okay? The longer that you're focused on the conditions you don't like, the longer you're going to experience more of those conditions. This is why I say if you, if you look at a condition that is not your favorite and you can quickly shift your focus to what you do want and you can start feeling what it feels like to go in the direction of what you do want, that's the fastest way to manifest any change. And that's when it's coming to you most effortlessly too. Because you are now, instead of focused on the problem, you're focused on the improvement. Instead of being focused on what you don't like, you're focused on what you want and what it feels like. And if you can tune your feelings to the sensation of the improvement coming. That's what satisfaction fundamentally is. That's what a feeling of refreshment fundamentally is. You open up the bank account and there's not enough money and you, instead of focusing on the bank account and thinking, oh my gosh, how are we going to fix this? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go into the story because we already have done that multiple times. You can shift, if you shift your focus to, to... The idea of a little more money coming and the idea of uh, financial ease, the idea of what you really want to experience and feel financially and what it is like energetically at an internal space, well, that's great. Then you're golden, okay? But a lot of times you have too much momentum and that shift is impractical. So that's why I say in those situations, focus on anything else. Go, go on a walk in the park, go pet your dog, go take a bath, take a hot shower, go read a a novel that has nothing to do with business or money, just something pleasurable. Because if you can find any better feeling space now you're in a better feeling space. And if you feel better, you are in vibrational resonance with better feeling conditions. And those better feeling conditions that match your now found, your newfound better feeling space, they'll start to meet you. You'll start to rendezvous with them. This sounds so contradictory to what almost every business coach or even most life coaches think because people say you have to be in action. But but here's the thing, friend, you're going to take action because you're a physical human being living in a physical world. You don't need to, you, you, there is so much less seeking of action that needs to be done by you than you might ever expect. And, and this is something that people have the hardest time accepting. You live life and the contrast of life causes you to ask. When you ask, it is given. The answer is vibrationally, energetically, immediately, simultaneously presented. Now you just need to learn how to get into the receptive mode. So so the whole point of this episode here is when it's useful to focus on external conditions. It's useful if it feels good. It's useful if it feels nice to focus on that condition. And, and this is really about shifting the momentum Of the conditions you've given your attention to for a while all right so if you've practiced for years and years focusing on why your marriage is awful and why you hate your spouse okay well there's a lot of momentum there so you're gonna have to shift the momentum and you're not gonna shift that momentum by focusing more on your marriage all right same with money same with whatever you want to shift okay so you're gonna have to shift the momentum and the easiest way is to focus on any condition that feels good. Milk it for all it's worth. If you have a favorite TV episode that just makes you laugh and laugh and laugh until your stomach hurts, watch that episode on replay or think about it while you're showering or tell, call a friend and tell your friend about that funny episode and why it's so funny. Milk it for all it's worth. The ability to find good feeling focus and stay there. Is one of the most priceless things you could ever develop because once you've developed your ability to choose focus that feels good to focus on thought that feels good to focus on physical conditions that feel better than what you were focusing on before now you have the ability to go from any negative space any negative condition to a better one and the more you do it the more you find yourself living in better and better conditions until one day you wake up and you've spent some time doing this, and at first it might look like it at first it might look like I'm living in a lot of despair or a lot of boredom or a lot of pessimism, whatever you're whatever you're used to, and because you've practiced shifting your focus to slightly better feeling thought, slightly better feeling conditions, and you've done that on repeat, well then it just gets better and better, and better, and one morning you wake up, and you look around and say, whoa, I've got a lot of good feeling conditions in my life, a lot of them, and you know, some people say things like, well, you can't have it all, and you know, to that I say, bullshit, 100% bullshit, you can totally have it all, you live in an infinite, abundant universe, so when do you get to have it all, well, when you start practicing, focusing on conditions that feel good, And then more conditions that feel good will come to meet you. And I know, friend, that is very different than the common message of go work really, really hard, right? Go... Go go! do what it takes to be successful. Go do what it takes to get the hot body, to find the perfect spouse, to make yourself the, the match to the perfect spouse so that then you can meet your perfect spouse and they can meet you. Go do what it takes to, to become the best in your industry, to get the big following on social media, to get all the sales, right? I'm, I'm giving you a very different message. Uh, and what I just described, it's not wrong, but I think there's much easier, more enjoyable ways to go about it, all right? So... As we wrap up this three-part series, I hope that you've taken a lot of value out of this. I want to reiterate that this this conversation about living unconditionally, choosing unconditional well-being, it's not an invitation for you to punish yourself when you catch yourself focused on things that don't feel good, okay? It's not an opportunity for you to try to be more unconditional. And then when you find yourself stuck in a condition that's not awesome, to say, oh, shoot, well, now I've fallen back. Look, at, I've, I've undone the progress I made. That's not how it works, okay? This is really a conversation about choosing a slightly better feeling focus at any given moment. It doesn't mean that you need to go from despair to joy no matter what your conditions are, okay? If you've got, if you've got five things that are really not working for you, and then you've got a couple of things that are working well for you. Focus on those conditions more of the time, okay? Milk them for all they're worth. Th- talk about them. Tell your therapist about them. Tell your spouse about them. Talk about them with your kids. Talk about them to your dog, okay? <laughs> because then you start calibrating yourself to what it feels like to be in conditions that do feel good. And what happens next is, it's you might call it miraculous, you might call it uncanny. You might call it serendipitous. But what happens after that is because you have now calibrated your inner beingness to the, the inner state that you are, what the energy that you're being, because you've now calibrated that to a better feeling space, now other things that also feel good start to arrange themselves and meet you. And that's when you bump into the perfect conditions where you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't, re- you meet the perfect person at the bank that connects you to the perfect other person and, and you, you get the check in the mail that you weren't expecting and, and the sales come that you weren't expecting and your spouse does something nice that you weren't expecting. All because you figured out that you could shift your inner focus to something that feels better no matter what the outside conditions are. And then you start living a life of more and more miracles. Do I think that it's possible to have the amazing physique that you want and the incredible physical health that you want and the great mental and emotional health that you want and the financial wellness that you want and the business satisfaction and wellness that you want? Do I think that well-being abounds? Oh, 100%. And do I believe, do I, am I certain that you have the ability to tap into unlimited well-being, well-rounded well-being, well-being in every area of your life that's important to you? Yeah. And do I think that the answer is to go focus on the areas of your life where there's not enough well-being and figure out how to fix them? No. That is just conditional living. I observe a condition or a bunch of conditions I don't like, I'm going to harp on them and I'm going to beat the shit out of them and I'm going to coerce them to, to show up the way that I want them to be because then if they're the way that I want them to look, then I'll feel better. That's old news. Are you over that yet? Are you done doing it that tedious, strenuous, unpleasant way? Please say yes. Because it is so much nicer to be able to say, you know what, I'm already aware of those conditions that aren't what I'd like them to be right now. Done, done, done. Been there, done that. It's old news, okay? In this moment... I also am aware that there are other conditions that are working for me. I'm going to move my focus to those. I'm going to tune into them. I'm going I'm to journal about them. I'm going to experience more of them, put myself in front of them. And, and because I am going to choose to immerse myself in those conditions more of the time, I'm going to practice now the feeling of being in those conditions that are working for me. And I know that the other conditions will start to light up because they have to move in the direction of where I am moving. And if I am moving in the direction of being in more relief, being in more satisfaction, being more in tune with conditions that feel good, well, now I've got it made. And I know that little by little, life and outside things will start to improve themselves and work themselves out for me. Do you like that? Do you see the miraculous power that you have there, and you know, if all else fails, if no outside condition looks great and you just can't find one that, that really feels good, then go meditate. Go find a space of just total neutrality and uh, and positive feeling things, not to start to bubble up over time, and you start realizing that what you're really looking for is peace, inner well-being, inner abundance inner satisfaction and again if you can't find an external condition that feels great to look at well you've got unlimited inner well-being that you can tap into at any moment and that's that's why i talk about meditation so much i mean and and to bring this to a close here again You're a physical well-being. You're always going to be observing conditions. So if you are observing an outside condition, choose one that feels good to focus on. Choose one that feels good to observe. And maybe even many moments throughout the day, if you want to pause and say, you know, I've been having a good experience or a fine experience with the outside world around me, but I want to spend a few moments just appreciating that gentle sensation of inner well-being that's at my heart center, that's at my core at any given moment. If I just can calm my mind, calm the momentum of my thoughts, I can tune into that. And, and you know, I mean, geez, we'll have more episodes about manifesting and about conscious creation, which is really tune into the energy of something and then whatever you want will meet you, <laughs> you rendezvous with it. But for now, just know that your ability to live unconditionally does not mean you don't get the conditions you want. They are On their way to you, they have already been orchestrated into the equation of the universe because you are the universe and the universe loves you, adores you. It is always working on your behalf. So now that you've listened to this conversation with me and you're going to go into the real physical world and practice this idea of living unconditionally, you will experience, my friend, power that you have that you didn't even know existed. You will feel mighty. You will feel more and more unlimited. And you'll realize that it's almost comical how much time you used to spend harping on conditions that you didn't like. Because now that you've discovered your inner ability, to, your ability to go within and tune into any energy, and then the outside world starts to match it, and you could have, and you'll think I could have been doing this the whole time. What? Again, your life has been perfect the way it was. Now you know better. Now you're realizing more and more that power that is within you. Okay, so go observe conditions outside you that are fun to observe, that are delightful, that are funny, that are loving, that are joyful, even ones that are just a little better than what you're observing before. A little more relieving, a little more peaceful, a little more satisfying. And, and then if you need a break, then go within and tune in just gently to that inner sensation of well-being, of peace, of inner abundance and see what happens to your life, to your business, to whatever is important to you. Thank you so much for joining me with this episode, okay? Do me a favor, hit that. Hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Hit the share button and message it, DM it, text it to friends, to colleagues, to family that you know need this message because that's how we spread the word here. And I will see you on our next episode.